Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Dinosaurs Are Extinct. Now, how can we get rid of these homosexuals? Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Pleasant good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time the one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 237. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Jamal Cena, Cuban Rose in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cash Flow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, Mr. Carte Blanche himself, Cheekbone Jones, the young OG, the Prince of Potomac, three-button poppy, bro Livia Pope, BKA being hot gets you the MVP, staying hot gets you Hall of Fame, and you guys know I'm gunning for that spot. Let's get into some housekeeping. So I'm going to hold up, hold up, hold up for a second, because my friends, my collaborator, my co-host once a month, Jacqueline, um, was like, you don't be saying Fidel cash flow no more. And I'll be like, oh, I thought I said it. I've added some new AKAs to the mix. So I am forever going to be Fidel cash flow. So, you know, I be drunk. Y'all don't understand. I be sauced up when I be recording this show. I don't write my AKAs down. So, Sometimes I might forget Fidel Cash Flow. Like, come on. Give me some grace. Cut me some slack. I've been doing this show for five and a half years. I've been doing this show for over 200 plus episodes. But I digress. The show is on Anchor. The show is on Spotify. The show is on Apple Podcasts. The show, let's see, where else is the show at? Hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. Um, where is the show? Okay. All right. So the show is on Apple Podcasts. Like I said, it's on Breaker, Cash, sorry, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Rock and Republic. So, you know, check me out those places. Like I said before, the show SoundCloud, that era is over. Um, I'm here for new beginnings. Like, this is the second win. This is my second act of this show. Again, I don't have that built-in SoundCloud audience. And I had amassed that for five years. And that was pretty large. So... I'm fighting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm striving and I'm pushing through um, for the next generation, the next I, iteration or what have you. Um, follow the kid on Twitter. 
John EFX. Use the official hashtag when you listen to this raggedy podcast. Hashtag PodQB. When you see the links on your timeline, please retweet those. It helps the show gain traction. Um, if you want to email the show, I would love that. Please email the show. Wait, what's the email? The email I've been drinking. The email for the show, the John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. Um, some personal effects. This is a week. Let me just say this. This is a heavy week of recording. I'm recording the show a little bit early um, than I usually do, but the show must go on. I have to push and push and push, and that's that. I'm I'm here for it. Like I'm built for this. So I have Jack. I have two recordings with Jackie this weekend with some heavy hitters, some big names, some very special guests. I recorded earlier with Rain, uh, and you're gonna hear that on this episode. Let me just say this: I can't sing his praises enough. Rain Coleman, that is my podcast brother. That is my guy. Like, I feel like since we, we're longtime collaborators, we've been collaborating for years. And I think we are just in this pocket with gay side stories we imagine. Like, we are knocking it out. You guys are, you know, receptive to that. And we thank you for that. So I, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this uh, ish issue of gay side stories the september edition or september issue september edition i had a great time recording it um wow i'm at 237 episodes i can't imagine like this year will be over in the blink of an eye and the six-year anniversary will be april of next year that's crazy to me personal effects do i have any personal effects um, personal effects, God is good, I'm blessed, I'm thankful, um, you know what, I need some sex, <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a little sex, I wouldn't mind getting my dick sucked from the back eating gourmet gingerbread cookies, but a boy can dream, um, who knows what's to unfold, but, you know, hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, unpopular um, opinions, I've probably said this before, and it's something that's always... I see it on the timeline, so I'm inclined to speak on it. I don't get the appeal. I don't get the allure of Frank Ocean. I just don't. Um, for those that do, hey. Gold, silver, bronze. Tweet me using PodQB. Who gets your gold? Who gets your silver? Who gets your bronze? If you want to email the show, like I said, email the show, the John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know who gets your gold. Let me know who gets your silver. Let me know who gets your bronze. All right, let's kick things off. Let me take this shot right fast. Our first entry, Rihanna featuring Drake. Work released January 27, 2016 from her eighth studio album anti um produced by boy wanda 40 and cuck harrell peaked at number one on the hot 100 number one on the hot r&b hip-hop songs our next entry the migos with drake walk it talk it release march 18 2018 from <coughs> excuse me i went down the wrong tube that's what he said <laughs> from their third studio album culture Two, um produced by og parker peaked the number well, number 10 on the hot 100 number seven 
on the hot R&B hip-hop songs. Last and certainly not least, uh, Timbaland featuring Drake would say something from his third studio album, Shock Value 2. Um, peaked at number 85 on the Hot 100, number 14 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs, of course, produced by Timbaland. So guys, we are here to rank Gold Silver Bronze, Drake Features. Hmm. I'm going to give work my gold. Like, this still goes the fuck off. Like, I still will hit a slow whine when this joint comes on, whether I'm in the gym and it comes on shuffle, whether I'm in this club and it comes on, or whether I'm at home, you know, cooking and cleaning. I'm, I'm going to hit that slow whine because, you know, I'm a rude boy. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I think people forget that I am, I'm Cuban, so I'm Caribbean. So, um, Yes, I have a whitewashed voice. I mean, it is what it is. But I, at the end of the day, like, I, I'm i a Spanish-ass nigga. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give my silver to walk it, talk it. The video won me over, but the song is actually really, really good. I think when this came out, I think I played it like three hours straight. I fucking love this song. Like, I love this song. I love the energy of the song. And by default, I mean, and I don't hate the song, but I don't necessarily love it. I'm going to give Say Something um, my bronze. So, guys, again, let me know who gets your gold, who gets your silver, who gets your bronze. I'm going to freshen up this cocktail, and I present to you Rain Coleman, John Salvatore, Gay Side Stories Reimagined, the September edition. Uh, grab some popcorn, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the robust conversation. <laughs> it's a new month. It is September, so that means it is the September edition of Gay Side Stories Reimagined. I'm one half of this power duo, John Salvatore, and I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Rain Coleman. Sir, yes, how uh, are you? Man, I'm chilling, you know, in the holiday inn. Oh, you oh, know. oh okay, <laughs> no, you know what, no. I'm going to leave that there, because, you know, everybody don't need to know the church's business. Um, So before we kick things off, you know how we always kind of have this rhythm on the show. Hawkeye trailer dropped. Yeah, it did. What, what are your initial thoughts on it? Were you even excited uh, for the Hawkeye series? Yes and no. Um, anything with Jeremy Renner, I'm not excited for. But um, for us to be getting the, and I'm not sure if she's Kate Bishop or not, but she the uh, girl, okay, yeah. I like West Coast Avengers, this most recent run from like I think a year ago. Right. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent on the show, but I like the trailer. Okay, if that makes sense. No, it does, and I say it's so funny that you say you're not here for Jeremy Brenner because I was I was at the gym last night and Age of Ultron was on, and they mm. kept showing close ups of him, and I'm like, God damn, Jeremy Brenner is ugly mm -hmm. as fuck. I'm not trying to be yeah. funny. I'm not trying to shame anybody, but he looks like a busted kneecap, and I'm just like, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. cannot concentrate. Like, 
there's something very grand about his face. There's some like mm-hmm. if they were to cast a gargoyles live action movie, like they could mm-hmm. use his likeness because those jeans, like those facial features, are too close to each other and they're very droopy. And I'm just like, no. yeah, it's funny. You say, yeah, I think he looks like Droopy the dog. <sighs> Okay, but I'm I'm with you. I when the shows were originally announced, I will say I was more so looking forward to Hawkeye than I was Loki. I ended up eventually mm. liking Loki. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about Hawkeye. I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. it because it's Marvel content, and yeah. hopefully it's gonna connect to the bigger picture especially given we're still in phase four. So mm-hmm. I'm hopeful there. I'm not, I've never really been an Avengers fan. Um, to be honest, like to me, it's always been X-Men, 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 X-Title, Mutants. Um, the, really, the real reason I really got into the MCU, and I think I've talked about this before, was my loving Black Panther and watching it so many times. So mm. that kind of opened up. That my my censors for me to consume the Marvel content. So yeah. from there it was Infinity War, Endgame, and then I went to the back catalog and caught up on things. So I, I'm here. Like hopefully it will it will deliver. Um, I don't know because we haven't recorded in a month. Also, the Spider Man No Way Home trailer. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it. I think I'm excited. I'm just excited to see what they do. Um, because there's so much speculation and how it could be like into the Spider-Verse with all of the Sony pictures and whatnot. I'm just excited for that Doc Ock because that nigga did what he needed to do. And I'm hoping Willem Dafoe. Like, that's really that crazy looking white man. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I liked it. I, I enjoyed the little bit they gave us. Do you think we're going to get these other Spider-Men like Toby's, Andrews, or even a, a nod or an Easter egg for Miles Morales? Um, I think it'd be crazy not to. Like, even if you don't go all out and they all get all the screen time, I think they're for nerds uh, and... For nerds of this day and age, and for the success, success, excuse me, of not only the MCU, but opening the timeline and the different variants or whatnot, it would only make sense right, I agree. for you to kind of retcon all those past Sony Spider-Man as being variants of the Peter Parker we have now. It would only make sense. I, so, yeah. I agree. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm glad that Shang-Chi did such a great job at the box office. So now, mm-hmm. knock on wood, we don't have to worry about the Eternals being pushed back right. or Spider-Man yeah. being pushed back because mm-hmm. if those get pushed back, it only means the Multiverse of Madness is going to get pushed back. And that Ugh. is one movie yeah. Yeah. for Phase 4 that I'm really waiting for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so enough Marvel talk. We're going to slide into this week's topic or this month's topic or what have you. Uh, We're not trying to offend anyone, so I'm going to put this out there first and foremost. These are the opinions. And remember, opinions aren't facts. These are the opinions of two queer Black men in their 30s. 
We are mm -hmm. accounting and expressing our views, how yep. we look at the world through the lens in which we have to look through the world. And I'm just going to say that. So that aside, let's dive into the conversation, sir. Whew. Uh, yeah. Um, Lil Nas X is uh, corrupting the children. Why don't you think of the children? This cigarette, this UK cigarette is out here licking men's necks and influencing the babies and the boosies and everybody else. What the hell is going on with you cishet motherfuckers? Um, so the conversation surrounding Lil Nas X has been nothing but think of the children. He's a terrible influence. And I, I really don't understand. I, I intellectually understand what these people are saying because They've said it about Britney and Christina. They've said it about Beyonce. They've said it about Cardi B. They've said it about every fucking pop star since the beginning of time. But it seems as if there's this hyper-focused target on this man's back where it's clear that it's because he's gay. There's no other explanation. There's no other reasoning that you can give that would make sense. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what? Um, I I don't I don't understand it. I understand that being gay and being expressive and confident is something new on the world stage, but to act as if this gay man doing his job like making singles, dressing up, taking the vitriol and the negative words that people have been constantly giving him and the gay community at large and turning that on its head visually using his art for that which is what artists do I don't get where I, there's a disconnect there and it's really really frustrating at times how do we get here <laughs> how do we get here <sighs> that's a great question and I agree with everything that you just said. <sighs> In one hand, we we champion and we say, "Oh, we're so we're so diverse, we're so inclusive, we have so much diversity," and it's great to say that in the moment. But mm -hmm. if you go back and you think ten years ago, and then if you go back and you think twenty years ago where we have made strides in the air quote right direction, it's not been as much progress as we think when we actually mm. break it down by the numbers. You made a huge point, pop star. Little Nas X is a pop star the way mm. that 10 years ago, Gaga, Katie were pop yep. stars. The way that 20 years ago, Britney, Christina were pop stars. And we're putting this unnecessary burden on entertainers to be role models for our children. And mm -hmm. that's not their job. If these are your kids, raise yep. your kids. And I'm going to say this, how you're, it, I don't even know how to articulate this, I'm so angry. How do you think that us as gay, us as a gay community are so powerful 
that we have the power of persuasion or we have some type of chaos magic that we can change people. Because here's the thing, I'm 38 years old. I grew up with nothing but heterosexual led programming, whether it was in comics, whether it was in television, whether it was in music, Mm -hmm. any type of consumable media. And that had no bearing on who I was. I'm, I still ended up gay, right. where I may right. have not understood and been able to process what gay was 25 plus years ago. Eventually I did. And it was something of my own self-discovery. It wasn't because mm-hmm. I was influenced. It, it doesn't work that way. Now, maybe picking up a black stand, hello, Aquafina, because you're allegedly <laughs> around a group of people, I can potentially understand that. And I'm even giving that a severe side eye. But mm-hmm. I'm just not getting that you are getting brainwashed into turning gay because of gay imagery. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's only for men. These female rappers, whether they are playing gay for pay, or whether they are fluid or pansexual or whatever, they can do things and have done things equally, if not more salacious, but it's not washed up rappers with John just offering their unwilling or unsolicited advice. Cardi and Megan were damn near scissoring, if not full on scissoring at the Grammy Awards earlier this year. And where the FCC was upset, I didn't see T.I., I didn't see Boozy, I didn't see these other ashy knuckle-dragging niggas out here offering their commentary and saying they're bad role models. But Nas does a few performances that are not even risque, as mm-hmm. we've seen from the pop stars that we've mentioned earlier in this, in this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, dog, make it sense. I saw recent clips of the Video Music Awards with um, Normani pretty much gyrating all over Tiana Taylor. Um, And I'm just, nobody had anything to say about that. And that was, I I mean, to me, I I wasn't like, oh my God. It's just like, really? Because it's a double standard. And I feel like in the black and brown communities, it's a double standard. It's okay for women, but if it's men, it's like, oh no. Gay is mm-hmm. only okay when it benefits the heteronormative. And yeah. I hate that for us. I really do. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. It's when it benefits um, men, sexual desires, that is good. And then even then, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. Um, I know T.S. Madison did exactly what you just said. She posted an image of Normani and Tiana. She was like, um, you know, I love them down or whatever, but she said, y'all really going to ignore this? Um, what about the kids? Well, whatever. And the comments left under that post, there was a girl, a woman who literally said, girls are smarter than boys. A young girl will see that performance and not think twice, and she'll grow up and find a man that loves her. A boy seeing two men kiss on screen or a man lick a man's neck, um, he's going to be confused and not know what, who or what to do. And I was like, what the fuck? Nigga, what are you talking about? I the 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 gymnastics that these people go through to justify 
your bigotry to justify this bullshit. If you don't like seeing gay niggas on stage, just say that. I don't just want say to say that. Say, say that. Like that would be much better than you like fabricating these ridiculous scenarios. So all five-year-old little girls in the entire world, let's fuck the fact that some women are queer, some women are lesbian, some women are bisexual. Forget that. But all of a sudden, little girls can watch this sexual shit between two women and we don't treat them the same as we do boys. When one, why the fuck are kids even looking at this? Parent your goddamn kids. That's what it comes down to. Parent your kids. I, that is so simple. Parent your fucking kids. If they see two niggas licking on uh, VMAs, why are they watching this? Are they at an age where they can understand that? Just to let you say it, or are they are they teenagers? Are they actively dating? Are these grown ass niggas who you upset about? If these kids are too young to be watching this, why are you letting them watch the VMAs? Why are we not watching Caillou or X Men animated series? There's so many other things to consume that you frustrated about a. I don't know, man. It, shit is silly as fuck. It, it is like it's like one. There are far worse things out there that yeah this is the main thing that you guys come back to this is what's destroying the black community the emasculation of the black man mm. niggas always been gay nigga yeah there's not been yeah. a time where niggas won't gay it's, it's right. just niggas be gay like it is what it is yeah. like, move out the way i mean you know as long as no one is infringing on your personal space yeah relax as long yeah. as somebody doesn't grab your cheeks or grab that shaft out of your pants mm -hmm. your business these yeah. entertainers are here to entertain and yeah. then i want to kind of take a step further because we see it on the timeline it's not mm -hmm. just the streets tearing our guy up oh god yeah our own community. And mm -hmm. I feel a lot of that, and correct me if I'm wrong or let me know if you agree, a lot of that has to do with his aesthetic. If he weren't yep. so feminine presenting, or if he was more masculine, or if he was, you know, more of the Eurocentric light skin aesthetic with curly hair and, mm -hmm. you know, an Adonis type of build he could get a pass, but because he doesn't fit that quote-unquote standard of beauty, it's a problem. Oh, he's too feminine. Oh, you really? know, he's dark-skinned. Oh, he doesn't have, you know, these features. He has these mm -hmm. negro features. And mm -hmm. it kind of comes back to self-hate. It just reminds me of, you know, growing up and having, you know, friends that were like, oh, and I don't, I don't like dark skinned guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is it the self hatred because you black as fuck? Like you are black, mm -hmm. black. And it made yeah. me think of that episode um, of Girlfriends where Tony, and I'm like, oh, where Tony was um, doing the online dating and the guy had the Lamborghini, but she was like, he was blue black. And, and I hate mm -hmm. that because our community always wants to be inclusive. We always, we want to be, we want to have a seat stable but on the other hand we want to tear each other down and we want to dig and dig and dig at 
our own community. And I think Little Nas is a prime example of that. I think Billy Porter is a prime example of that. We mm-hmm. want masculine presenting. We want straight acting gay mm-hmm. men that look a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, it's really fucked up. And the weird thing about it is me, and I could have a distorted lens because I am queer, but Lil Nas X to me doesn't come off as effeminate at all. To me, he comes off like a young black boy. Like I got younger cousins and nieces and nephews. And of course, like in the videos, everything is amped up. Um, Because hell, you're putting on a, a show, a performance. But I feel like when I see him in interviews, even with him tweeting, it's like there's nothing to me that explicitly says like over the top. But to the rest of the world, it's used to having their gays either on one end, this sissy comic relief, or on the other end, this um, masculine Trevante Rhodes type that has you comfortable because he's not like the other girls. That like, I feel like he's bucking the system in that regard. And I'm fine with it. Um, some shit he wear, I might not be a fan of, but I, sure, I'm for it. But at the same time, I'm also not in that age group. I'm exactly. I believe I'm outside of his demographic as far as age. Um, now queerness, of course, I'm gonna support that little nigga. You know, to he's proven to be problematic. But that right. being said, I think that being one of the so young black queer artists being so visible and like Beyonce said, having them Jackson 5 nostrils and them black-ass features, I do think he's attacked um, a lot more than if he was some, like you said, European-looking-ass, uh, mixed-race, fucking racially ambiguous gay dude who everybody could uh, fawn over. Because if you look at look at him compared to Prince, I go, I'm not saying that they're in the same um, category I, no, I, as far I get as where you're art, artistry. But yeah, but look at them, like, if you're looking at aesthetics and self-expression for their times, he is, for me, given this very campy, over-the-top, in-your-face shit, kind of understand what that Billy Porter has, just right. scaled down from that mature crowd to something that's a little bit more um, Gen Z, I guess. I, right. I, yeah, I don't... I, it's so sad to see... Like, if you genuinely don't like him as an artist, that's one thing. And I'm not about to jump down your throat for that, but to be like, and, and I'm also not saying that he's above critique. So if you're like, oh, well, I don't like his videos, his music, but whatever, fine. But when we, when he's doing the same exact shit that everybody else is doing, because that's part of the entertainment industry, then that's where my issue comes in. Um, I think that for whatever reason, we're so focused on having these masculine as gay niggas so that. Th- you're like, it's like, um, and I may be wrong, Asian listeners, you know, let me know if it's incorrect, but you have that model minority idea where like, the, that's the acceptable minority. These studious Asian people who are going to come in and be doctors and lawyers and take care of us and do their job, that's the great model minority. I feel like that's what the society at large has in mind when it comes to their gay men. Oh, that's the muscular, black, handsome guy who's paired up with this white ass butt ugly ass motherfucker with blonde hair and blue eyes so now he's acceptable but you get a nigga like Lil Nas X it's like you don't know what to do with him right but so fucking what like I, I don't know <laughs> no no I, I I definitely agree 
I, I've never, I don't get super feminine from Nas, little Nas X. I, mm. I think he's young. He's fun. I think he's a little cutie pie. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not the I'm not the target demographic. Right. I don't sexualize him. I don't look at him in a sexual way. I think mm-hmm. he's having fun and he's doing a great job. I could see where you know his demographic would fawn over him the way you know we fawned over our pop stars mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago. I totally get that, but you're right. It, it's it's unfair, and then it, it makes me think of. The, the weirdness of, and I don't know how to say this. No, no. So we had, we had, we had a little juice box um, from mm. Empire, uh, mm-hmm. Justin Smollett, who was, I, I want to say he, was, was he gay or bisexual? Queer nonetheless, but he yeah. was attempting a music career, more so based in acting, but, you know, mm-hmm. if Nas had that aesthetic, would it be for the masses because where I don't find I don't find Jesse attractive in the slightest but (laughs) on paper he fits the criteria Mm -hmm. the hair Mm -hmm. the light skin I believe they're Mm -hmm. biracial so he's got that Eurocentric you know aesthetic and I don't know I I, but it's funny because where Nas blew up Justy's music career, I mean, this is prior to the whole incident and the whole scandal, yeah. it never really took off. It, 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 it mm-hmm. kind of makes you wonder, do you think Justy's at home like, damn, if I wanted to fuck up, that could have been me and Nas's face? Because, you know, where Justy does sound like a goat, I feel like they're talented in two different ways. Mm-hmm. Now, where I think Little Nas X has opened doors and cracked the code for success, I don't necessarily know if I expect longevity based Mm -hmm. off of the talent alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to downplay the talent, but, you know, in that space, you only have so much time at the top. Mm -hmm. Like I could definitely, with the video, with the Industry Baby video, he mm-hmm. showed some comedic chops. He showed yeah. some acting chops. So I would love to see him pivot that in a different way. And to kind of like mm-hmm. it to Cardi, I think Cardi has a great thing going on, but it'll be interesting to see where she goes from after this because you can only be in this space for so long because yeah. it is a huge thing in the music industry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ooh, yeah. A lot to unbox. Any closing remarks before we get into some light and fun stuff? Um, I'm a stand as much as a grown ass man could be a stand with Nas X, and I'm um I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to see what comes from him because you looked at the Normani performance, and that was a homage to Janet Jackson's performance. What are we going to get now? Now that he's out there, even if he dies off as far as career-wise in the next 5, 10, 20 years or whatever, what's going to be birthed from Lil Nas X? That's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. So, you guys, if you're not familiar with what we do on this show, we handle a topic, then we go into our Fuck, Mary Kill. So, we're about to do our Fuck, Mary Kill 
and huh. what that sex hitting on. So, would you like to go first? You want me to go first? How you want to play? Oh, you you go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, same people. I, lo- <laughs> I love a good thing. So, we're going to do fuck, marry, kill first, and then we're going to flip it, and we're going to be like, what we think that sex hitting on. So, okay. our players, I have decided to take the leading men of Pose and oh. are going to, I want you to let me know who you're going to fuck. Who you gonna marry? Who you gonna kill? And then I want you to let me know what you think that sex is hitting on. So okay, you... for all of them, or just for the one I'm gonna say? For all of them. Okay, bet bet. All right, so our first contestant, oh, <laughs> Damon, aka Mortis the Safety Tortoise. Our next contender, Ricky, and last and certainly not least. Estevan, aka Poppy. Who are you fucking? Uh, who are you marrying and who are you killing? This will be interesting. Oh man. Um damn, this is so okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Ricky, Damon, and Lil Poppy. Well, I think that damn, I just want to kill two. No, no, I don't. Okay, uh, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting this. Okay, fuck me to kill. Let's go with um I'm going to kill Angel. Esteban, oh. Lil Poppy. Yeah, okay. I, I hate oh in my yeah, I, oh. I hate it, but I'd have to I'd have to kill him. And I'm only doing it because it's part of the game. I'm sorry. Uh, oh my Lil god, I, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, because like Damon, Damon went through this transformation where I was very like into him in the beginning. Then it kind of was like, and you know, with the story and whatnot. But I was like, but he's so. I feel like he's thicker. So I'm gonna fuck somebody. It's gonna be him. I'm gonna marry Ricky because I could just fuck Ricky because we're married. But I'm going to um, fuck Damon because he is thick as hell. Like this nigga, I think is a cheerleader or something. I don't know. He's active, but watching them motherfuckers in them little ass shirts and them short shorts. Hopping around in that 80s music and shit. Ah, yeah. I actually fuck all of them. But then uh, at the end. <laughs> so, no. So, uh, I'm going to um, uh, fuck Damon, Mary, uh, Ricky, and kill Lil Poppy. And as far as the sex, I think Lil Poppy has, like, stamina. I think that he could fuck, whether he getting fucked or whether he fucking. I feel like he could go for a long time. Once wow. he's done, he's done. But I feel like he can fuck like a rabbit. Right. Um I don't have a lot of confidence in his member, if that matters to y'all. I haven't I seen it. I feel it's uncut. I feel like I, it's uncut, and there's just a dash of schmegma. But that's just me. See, <laughs> now I, I'm, just saying, that, I'm just saying, my Latino brothers, we like that. Sometimes, you know, we don't. We don't pain yeah, as we yeah, should. Yeah, that's that's. That's uh, that's yeah. I got, I gotta kill him. I gotta kill him. But, and then he's he's the smallest of them. Yes. And I do like a you know smaller dude, whatever. But I, you know, I ain't trying to feel like I'm holding on to a bag of remotes. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah, right. you you gotta go. So, um, fucking Damon, he has a big ass. He has a big ass. And if you fuck him from the back, you don't really gotta see his face. Um, I exactly. think that. Yeah, I think that his sex is probably pretty damn good. Um, that simulated sex him and Ricky was doing on the show, I was like, all right, I, I could do a little something. Um, he's actually the most boring to me. 
Um, but I'm going purely off body. That's why I say I'm fucking him. And Mary and Ricky, because this motherfucker, I have been into Rick since he first popped up on the damn show. I was right. like, all right, I'm in. To the point where I was embarrassingly enough making excuses for a lot of his behavior on the show. Like I was some yeah <laughs> teenage girl. But I was like, no, nah, Ricky, he ain't that bad. Yeah, he's terrible. But I still, I'm still going to marry this nigga. Stand I by your it. man. I get it. The glow up from season one to season two hey. for Damon. Because at first I was like, Damon was all scrawny, but second season, like Nikki got mm-hmm. thick. Hey, you're not somebody's getting yes. piped down. And you're eating hey. good. The yes. chest is coming yes. through. That's all that was. And yeah, the, the weight is going to the right places. So yes. It is. Yes. Right. Good choice. I I thought you would have let natural selection take its course given the show. Because I mean, oh. Ricky is going to eventually die anyway. No, so, fuck that. But I'm, you, I'm but, riding with this nigga. <laughs> but you, but you flipped it, so I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, uh huh. I'm gonna still, I'm gonna be by his bedside. That little motherfucker can move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Shit. Um. Well, we're going to go. Uh, I guess '90s heartthrob edition. Okay. I, I um, love a good heartthrob. No, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I gotta, I, I don't think I've heard you say, but maybe one of these names before. I feel like possibly two, right. uh, but we'll see. Okay, so um, out of these three, what uh, we got in the 90s, specifically in the 90s, it's okay. 92 to 97. Um, Maxwell. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll be sure. And... Uh, do I want to go with him or him? Maxwell, I'll be sure, and let's do Keith Sweat. Okay. Okay, so I am going to marry <laughs> Maxwell. I love Maxwell. Like, I think he is one of the most beautiful men. So mm. that Haitian Puerto, I'm sorry, hey. that Haitian Dominican combination come on wow, chef's kiss that is a gorgeous <laughs> man he is super talented uh mm-hmm. so i don't know what his portfolio looking like <laughs> but i'll also say this i haven't heard anyone in the blog say huh. that maxwell is broke or down to the welfare so mm-hmm. maxwell ah <laughs> Keith Sweat or I'll be sure. Wow, you really took that. This is hard. <sighs> I don't find Keith Sweat or uh, see, I had a particularly attractive. Um, but because I've heard some things that Keith Sweat has a temper. I'm gonna kill mm-hmm. Keith Sweat, <laughs> and and we're gonna since you since you prefaced it with the '90s, like I was a little color struck in the '90s, hey. so I'm going to I'm going to fuck I'll be sure in that strawberry watermelon balloon knot. <laughs> so yes, so how the <laughs> sex is hitting? I feel like. Maxwell is sensual. I feel like it's erotic. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's on the borderline of a little risque. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here for that. I feel like it's unbridled passion for hours on end. Um, yeah. With I'll be sure, you know, I'm gonna put a ball gag in his mouth, I'm gonna blindfold him, put some hot wax <laughs> lower back because I feel like he wants to be treated like the pig slut bottom that I know he is. Okay, I'm going to violate him. Um, yes, yes. For Keith Sweat, I feel like even in the 90s where he wasn't particularly old, he's always given mm-hmm. like a grown older energy. So I mm-hmm. feel like it would be boring missionary and, <laughs> you know, television right after. So that is what I Oh, man. Oh, and I was going to switch him out to him. Oh, well. <laughs> Yo, that nigga. My auntie love that nigga keeps playing. Well, yeah, that's not no, I'm, I've just never been here for them physically or musically. I'm just like, I mean, I'm not denying their talent or contributions. I'm just right, like, right, I, right. I could have had a fresco. <laughs> See, and I want to go with just like D'Angelo and Genuine. I was trying to find some. Oh, no, no, you good. Dope. You're good. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I liked the range because I yeah. feel like if you would have chosen D'Angelo and Genuine, it would have been really hard for, for me. So I like that. I, I appreciate your selection. Yeah, fuck Mary Kill and that's sex. Um, right. so it's that time we're fan casting. Uh, I'll let you kick off our fan cast for this episode. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we're going to fan cast none other than, um, I am human and I need to be <laughs> charmed. The uh, the Hollowell girls, and right. as well as in all four Phoebe Piper, Prue, Paige, and then their. The two main niggas, Leo and Daryl. Okay. Um, so I tried. I tried to do a little, little some, some. Okay. So for Phoebe, I'm actually going to go with Amaya Scott. Um, she's the transgendered actress okay. from not in part. What the fuck does she play? Cotton. What is that show? Uh, Star. There we go. God damn. Yeah, she's in Star. I've known her for known her not friends but like known of her for years and i think with the acting she has under her belt um probably take a little few more acting classes or whatever i think this would be a great show for her a great vehicle because you're coming from something that's real world entertainment based to something that's like mystical magical and all that good shit i think she would do good as a younger sister phoebe mm-hmm. um i don't know her racial background i think she's Black enough, she's from New York, but was raised in Louisiana. Right. So you got a little bit of that, you know, Creole, Louisiana, voodoo, all that stuff. No offense to my Louisiana folks if I'm saying something that's like wrong, but that's the vibe I get. Um, for Prue, I'm actually going with Yaya DaCosta. Um, okay. She's Afro Panamanian and Trini, Trinidadian. And um, I just like her. Seeing her in Top Model and seeing her other acting. Throughout the years, I think she would sell it. She would be a damn good prue. Um, and then even if we eventually write her off, or if all four girls are on there, I think that she would be able to hold her own. And for Piper, um, 
uh, and I'm very torn, honestly, between Tatiana Ali and Christina Milian. I'm leaning more towards Christina only because she's in her 30s at this moment. Tatiana is only 42, but I'm like that. If I have to go between them, I'm gonna just lean with Christina because of that. And um, Christina's what Afro Cuban. Yeah, and then for Paige, I want to go with MJ Rodriguez because I feel like this okay. motherfucker coming out. I you know what I'm saying? I and then what is because ah, what is MJ? She is Afro Puerto Rican. Yep, 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 black and Puerto Rican. And so I was like, all right, I don't know a lot about the Latin portion, I do know that every race pretty much has their own um, roots in mysticism and spiritualism and whatnot. I was like, if you get these four motherfuckers on camera and you have people from these different racial nationalities and you bring in their specific um, kind of lore, mythology and whatnot and fold it into that charm shit where it's not just some white nigga from King Arthur's castle and made us fail and now we got to deal with this shit like put in some real ethnic shit i was like oh these four motherfuckers yeah they they would do what needs to be done um then for my leo um i'm going with aldis hodge who's from leverage and he's now okay. the new off man for right. dc and he's young and then everyone is in their 30s and not that that really matters on the ages but i try to get around the same age and i think him and Either Tatiana Lee or Christina, even though I'm leaning for Christina, I think both of them would work really well together. Um, and then if we're going with Daryl, I was actually going to cast the same actor. I was like, nah, let me get somebody that that has a different body type. And I'm going with Brian Tyree Henry. Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I like him. And though this might be minor, he is, out of all the people I cast, he's the absolute tallest. And um, with him being a human and a detective and trying to help these hoes out and figure shit out, like, I, I was like, let him have this one advantage. Like, you can't do magic, but you taller than everybody, Leo and the girls included. So, um, yeah, that's my fan cast. Okay. Tom. I love it. I, we're always on the same wavelength. So, I mean, I mean <laughs> so I'm going to cast and I'm going to cast Prue first. Okay. I'm going to cast Prue as Zoe Saldana. I mm. I just feel like mm. in my mind, mm. I see her as Prue. She has yes. like this grittiness and this like kind of like ah vibe that Prue had. So I'm like Tyler Perry. I'm like Ryan Murphy. I'm gonna keep using the same motherfuckers. So for Piper. I'm going to cast Cat Graham. I mm, okay. love Cat Graham. I feel like she does not get enough credit. Um, she's she's done work in the supernatural field when it comes yeah. to that. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to cast as Phoebe. I'm going to cast Logan Browning. Mm. I feel like the, the two of them yes. look like they could be sisters. <laughs> like, I feel yes. like they're from the same tribe. Yes. So I'm giving her. Ah. And for Paige, I'm casting Yara Shahidi. Come on. Come on. Oh. For Leo, 
I am casting from Everybody Hates Chris, Tyler James. Yes. I feel like yes. I feel like he gives me Leo energy. Yes. And for Daryl, I'm casting Ray Fisher from the Justice League. Mm. It was a toss-up. Mm. It was a toss-up between him and mm. Melvin Craig, but I feel like yeah. Ray Fisher w- would work in this role. I actually oh, was going to cast Christina Milian as Piper, but when mm-hmm. you said that, I said, no, nah, I don't want us to have a, a duplicate <laughs> like you had But we went there, I was like, Christina Milian. Yeah. She is notorious for fucking for tracks and making her way to the middle of uh, the pack. I feel like she's underused as an actress. I feel like oh, absolutely. the right starring vehicle, like she could be a, a booked actress. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That is that is Damn. my hand casting for Charmed. Damn, that's damn good. That's it. I watch both them fucking shows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I was, yeah. That I didn't even consider uh, Ray Fisher. Yeah, this nigga. Was I, I would like thing. to see Ray Fisher more. Like, yeah. I, I think he's talented. I think he's handsome. Um, mm-hmm. The way. Warner Brothers did him dirty. Kevin yeah. Feige, holla at him. See, see, yeah. see how we can bring him over and, and give him the respect that he deserves. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing him as Bish, Lucas Bishop. Hey. Um, if we're going to go on that Andre age, if we're going to go older, mm-hmm. I would love to see Method Man. If we're going to go younger, I would love to see Ray Fisher. Shit, mm-hmm. whoever we can get him, see, Mondo, yeah. you know. Somebody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Um, but yeah, Ooh. that it, we're coming to a close. Rain spotlights on you. Let's talk your shit. Shoot your links yeah. out. Let the listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank y'all again for coming into this last installment. Hope you enjoyed it. Carefree Black Nerd on all social media except Twitter. Twitter is Carefree Blurred. That's the most immediate way to get in touch with me. CarefreeBlackNerd at gmail.com if you just need to send an email. Um, shit, and find me here every fucking month doing this gay side stories reimagined and having a good ass time. Make sure y'all tweet this shit, live tweet it, let us hear your thoughts. Even if you disagree, I want to hear that shit. Yes, join us. (laughs) Join us. Well, until next time, guys, we will see you come October for spooky season.